0: good morning hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful and fabulous friday morning trust everybody's had a good week and uh, looking forward to the weekend and uh, glad we can come together this morning and have our wonderful devotions and worship together and what a better way to start off our day and i uh, just want to say uh, Good morning to everybody here, Karen Smith, Tracy Little, Amy Oaks-Turner, Rusty Paul, Darlene Barker, Angel Dixon, Tracy Little, appreciate all you wonderful people, and uh, uh, thank you for supporting this uh, ministry. So at this time, my friends, let us go ahead and do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path, and will hide its words of my heart, that I might not sin against God as i say every single morning praise god that we live in the country that we do and that we're able to say these wonderful pledges in our devotion to god and country and uh i guess that kind of brings us to mad matt's news and comment because regards to these pledges and it's hard to believe i think it was in north dakota that the school board wanted to do away with the pledge of allegiance Why? Because it dared to say, one nation under God. Apparently that was deemed offensive. But uh, the school board said uh, due to threats and bodily harm uh, that was threatened, uh, that they decided to reinstate it, all except for one. One still opposed it and said that uh, that she would not be bullied into saying the pledge. You know, it amazes me how people could be so disrespectful to this country that it gives the freedoms that we have they would have in no other country in the world i think a good example of uh what i'm talking about is that um What's that basketball player, Brittany, whatever, and the serving time in Russia right now. Here she would kneel every time the anthem was played. I guarantee now that she's uh, more or less um, in a work camp in the gulag of Russia, I guarantee she would give anything to be back here standing for our wonderful pledge of what it stands for. And uh, just it infuriates me, someone who loves this country, someone who uh, made a... Strong attempt to serve this country when I joined the Air Force. Who, uh, uh, you know, I it just in uh, the way I was brought up. It just uh, it infuriates me when I hear things like that. And I think if you hate this country that bad, then what you go on down the road? Uh, you know, there's plenty of other countries who would I'm sure take your little sorry backside. You know. <laughs> You know, it is um, because we are one nation under God. They recognize the creator. They recognize the authority of God. And it's a shame that wicked people wish to remove God and in every avenue and strata of society. You know, it is, um, you know, to demonstrate how rampant evil has become, just this morning, it showed a group of, uh, I say kids, I think the oldest was 20, and uh, down to 13, uh, the New York cab driver, they got out, didn't pay, and he chased them down. They killed the man, and uh, they, uh, they attacked him, beat him, and killed him. It just shows how the moral decline of our society because of the lack of God. Uh, You know, and then you have not only those who hate our country, but those who do love our country and have their best interest at heart, yet we are referred to as extremists. Just as a New Jersey ad campaign for their schools said uh, that they will not tolerate uh, extremists for who uh, are are speaking out for political gain uh, or agendas, and all it was was parents who were concerned with the critical race theory that's being pushed upon our children, uh, this grooming from the liberal left, where teachers feel some reason they need the the need to uh, talk about their sex lives in front of small kids. You know, I don't give a rat's backside. Uh, you know, I I don't want to hear about your same sex relationship. And quite frankly, you know, as as unbiblical and ungodly and abominable uh, same sex uh, uh, relationships are. Even on the heterosexual aspect of that, that, has no, you know, your your sex life has no place in the in the in the schoolroom. But if you speak out against that, then apparently you're considered an extremist. Just like the as I was talking about, I've said several times this week, the word Christian nationalism is another word for extremist. Why they want to segregate us? They want to deem us as evil bad guys if you will who are attacking democracy referred to as fascist when the very ones who are screaming at are the very ones who are attacking our democracy are the are the very ones who are the fascist but yet they want to demonize us because they want to get us out of the way and that's why it's going to take strong christian men and women to stand for what is right and it may come at a high cost i don't know but the way things are heading i have a feeling we're not uh about a hair's breadth away from a civil war. I think people like me and a lot of other people have had a belly full of all this bunch of baloney that uh, you know our uh, founding fathers would have revolted and fought for a whole lot less than what we're tolerating today. So who knows what may come down the line, but anyway, uh, good morning, Kelly Jett Swift, Debbie Jackson, Michelle Fox Harris, Miss Massey herself, Mike Yes. We appreciate you tuning in. All right, my friends, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. All righty, wonderful, beautiful piece of scripture that uh, we uh, can hold dear to our hearts as every piece of God's word his love letters to us you know we look at uh, the assurance of things hold for the conviction of things not seen uh, hello Terry Hudson uh, When we're looking at this verse in particular you know it is faith is not something that we conjure up on our own uh, faith is a gift of God and it's only something that comes to us once we have converted and given our lives over to Jesus Christ Sadly, there are those that we see, uh, as I had read, um, I think, earlier this week, it could have been before, I don't recall, but uh, the parable of the sower and how when the seed hit the rocky ground uh, or the seed hit uh, the ground, that seemed like it took root and then the weeds choked it out. You see those out there who seem to accept the Word of God, who given their lives over to God. You see uh, they seem happy, they seem excited, then all of a sudden, boom, they're right back out of the world. And you're thinking, what happened? They were at church every time the doors were open. They seemed excited about the Lord. I've seen this many times, I, you know, uh, throughout, uh, since I've started being a minister. Uh, it is, it, 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 it's It is—it—it—it—it's hurtful, I'll be honest with you. When I see somebody, it, it pains my heart. When I see somebody, seem like they're on fire for the Lord. All of a sudden, they're right back out in the world. Uh, people you've seen come to church on a regular basis, all of a sudden, they're just gone. And it, it, it's... Uh, You know you don't have no explanation and it's just like did i do something you know or did i say something or you know it really it does because when i look at the church i see it as a church family and when somebody leaves it it, it's it's like a breakup i mean it 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 really hurts my heart when somebody goes and leaves the church and you know it it, they may go to another church that's you know that's their prerogative and uh that's what they feel led to do then so be it still hurts though but nonetheless, uh, there are those out there who seem like they, they give uh, like they're they're on the right path, and they go back in the Why? Because when trials hit, when tribulations hit, it is um, uh, they they their faith wavers. Their faith wasn't really there. They're you know we we, can, we see the word not to judge in the Bible. What that's referring to when people erroneously use that uh, is not to judge someone if they say that they are saved, then we take that at face value. However. Uh, if they're not bearing fruit then it begs the question were they really saved or not because when trials and tribulations hit, and all of a sudden go go right back out into the world, you know, it begs to wonder were they really saved, him? were they really committed to Jesus Christ? Because as Christians, we're going to have trials. We're going to have tribulations. We're going to be at battle. We're going to be at war on a daily basis. And that's why we have to have faith and trust in God to weather the storm. And that's the only thing that's going to help us get through that storm is that anchor, that solid rock in the midst of the storm clinging to that, knowing that God's going to weather us through. You know, you can't help when you talk about situations like this people like george mueller who that gave who sold everything uh, and opened up an orphanage in england and uh, of course now this is uh you know uh, probably over 100 years ago when this happened but uh or possibly uh well yeah probably about 100 150 years ago but uh i want to say 1800s might have been 1900s maybe was, i don't know i don't remember anyway that's not that's irrelevant uh, but it's a long time ago, and uh, he trusted God, uh, no matter what happened. You know, he would speak uh, at churches, and uh, he would, you know, he would never ask for his payment. He just trusted God would give it to him. And there'd be times when he's down to nothing and eating his last morsel of food. He's like, Lord, I really, uh, what am I going to do here? And all of a sudden, he get a knock at the door, and one of the deacons of the church would be like, Oh, we forgot to pay you. Here's, you know, and he'd just enough for what he needed in the orphanage. Uh, he'd be praying for food for these kids. What's he going to do? And all of a sudden, uh, a, a meat truck would uh, break down, and they had to give out all the meat before it spoiled, and there was that food. Or another man, a rich businessman, was walking past the orphanage. Lord laid it on his heart to donate X amount of money, and the guy didn't want to, and he started to keep walking, but he felt so compelled he turned around went back and gave George Mueller uh, money that was necessary needed for that orphanage having that faith and trusting in God when you don't know when what you're going to do you know when you look at faith you have to look at trust you have to look at truth you have to look at love you know you can't if there's somebody in your life that you can't trust and that has violated that trust it's hard to have faith in that person it's hard to you know to depend on an individual if they have violated that trust but with God, we know that He is truth. We know that He will never leave us. He, We know that He is static. He is strong. We can depend upon Him. When everybody else in the whole world will let us down, we can trust in Him. He demonstrates that love to us that we need to demonstrate to others, esteeming others better than ourselves, and extending that love outwardly towards other, those around us. But it is tough when you um, uh, are in the midst of that storm, and you think, what are you going to do? Because there were times in my life when I was thinking, you know, I, I just... I just didn't know what I was going to do the next day. How I was going to cover this bill? Or, you know, I just feel like it, the, the night was forever long. You know, when the sun comes up, you're just thinking, Lord, what do I want to do? You're, you're wringing your, your hands and you're scared or you're worried about whatever situation may be. But that faith and trust in God, how he makes everything work out, to his good, to his glory, all things work together for good to to those who love him. And so, you know, it is um, we don't always understand the circumstances how some things can work out to good, but we know that God's going to meet all of our needs according to His riches and glory. But we have to have trust in Him. We have to have faith in Him, knowing He's going to meet those needs. Now, I'm not pe- preaching some peace and prosperity kind of. Uh, uh, teaching this morning I don't want to say "Oh, have faith in God he's going to give you the Maserati and the and the mansion on the hill that's not what I'm saying God's not interested in your material wants but he will meet your needs all right you get that he will meet your needs Now there may be things that you want and that you pray about and say Lord if it be your will you know, God is not some celestial genie that we rub the the, the the proverbial lamp and he comes out and gives us what we want. But there may be things that we are seeking and say, Lord, is this your will? Is this something it's okay for me to try to strive for? And pray for that answer. And the answer may be no, the answer may be yes, and the answer may be wait, you know. But um When you're in the midst of those storms, just know that you can trust in God. Having faith in Him. Having that peace that surpasses all understanding that can only be found in Christ Jesus alone. And, you know, it, it, it's odd to an unbelieving world. We look like uh, insanity, just like I saw about the crazy people. We look like crazy, people. they don't understand how can they have peace when a loved one has passed away. Even though they're sad or upset, they still have a peace. How can they have a peace when they got mountain of bills on top of them, yet they have a peace? They may have lost their job, yet they have a peace. What is it with these, these crazy Christians that uh, are able to weather these storms? is because it is God almighty. It is him that gives us the strength. It is Him that gives us the hope. It is Jesus Christ that helps us to endure and to persevere. And that's where you have to keep your faith in and to keep pushing forward. To keep your eyes on God. It is not with drudgery, but with great love for our heavenly Father, because of the great sacrifice He done for us with His atoning work on the cross. And that's why we know where our reward is at. We know where we are headed. So don't let the things of this world drag you down. Don't let the things of this world pull you down. Don't be overwhelmed with depression sadness anger uh, you know we got to put all that give all that to God that burden you know you can't help but think of pilgrim's progress where he was so hunched over by his burdens and the things that he was worried about but when he come to the cross he's able to give those burdens to God A lot of Christians out there are all humped over uh, spiritually uh, and uh, and they're they're trying to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders because one thing God's Word says, O ye of little faith, because we like the faith in God, the trust in God, the love in God that is necessary to alleviate all those burdens. Come to me, God says, come to me just as you are. He just wants you as you are. Give him all you are. He wants to take your burdens. You know, it's not. Uh, you know, you look at all the other religions out there, and you have to achieve certain levels. You have to, uh, uh, you know, meet certain criteria. Uh, you have to atone for your own sins. All this bunch of baloney. When God says, "Come to me," there's nothing you have to do. Not a thing in the world you have to do. Just come to me. Give it to me. Give me your worries. Give me your fear. Give me your anger. Give me your uh, whatever. Just give it to me. I will take it. You know, you scratch your head and you're thinking, why? You know, uh, it's it just uh, uh, sometimes I feel like I ought to write a book called Why Me? You know, why me, Lord? Why? Why would you, you know, why do you waste time with me? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it is, uh, you don't understand it, but that's why His grace is sufficient. That's why His love is uh, uh, more than we can ever, compre- ever comprehend, is because God loves us, Jesus loves you. And if you try to make control every avenue of your life, you're going to fail. The only person that's in control is God. And that's when you've got to really or just let that stuff go, let go, and let God. I may mean, sound a little cliche, but that's true. You've got to give that over to God. And I know that I've read things where people say, uh, you know, uh, different... Uh, uh, people in the ministry say well you should use clichés like let go let god because your problems are real your problems are real but god is real and god is bigger even your greatest problems are but just a tiny little thing uh, in the sight of god but they're still your problems and they're still big to you but you understand that you give it to a bigger uh, god you know how to put it uh, because god is bigger than anything and that's why we have faith and trust that he's going to take care of that so i think you will breathe a whole lot better letting go of those things and giving that to god i think that's why so many people are on anxiety medication and i think a lot of there's a lot of misdiagnosis out there i I do believe that bipolar is real i think that you know chemical imbalances schizophrenia things are there are real mental disorders don't get me wrong And if you're on medication, you need to stay on that medication. Uh, But I think that there's a lot of people out there that are uh, are really, uh, they're hurt and pain, emotional, sometimes could be childhood trauma, could be adult trauma. When I say that, it could be uh, a woman who's been abused uh, from a spouse, Uh, whatever it may be that could be causing certain situations. But there's a lot of people out there they don't know how to deal with their emotions. They don't know how to deal with situations. And so they just feel overwhelmed. They feel all this anxiety. And they just feel, you know, just overwhelmed. And I understand. I battle anxiety too. I get very, you know, there's certain times that depending on what the situation is, brandy could tell you I have to really fight that anxiety. And that's why I have to quote Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Constantly be anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Regard will guard your hearts and minds through Christ. Christ Jesus, why do I take uh, such? Uh, why that verse means so much because it is faith in God that He's going to take care of that anxiety and give me the peace that surpasses all understanding. And so that's why we have to give that all over to God. And all you can do is take it a day at a time. Don't worry about what you're facing tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Just take it a day at a time. Give it to God. Live that day you best you can for Him, and then if God gives you another day, do the same thing. Before you know it, you're up over the hill and uh, on the plateau and running good. So, but uh, uh, but don't lose heart, and give you make sure you place your trust and hopes in Christ Jesus. Only then can you be truly happy. Only then can you have peace. But that's the one thing that we can always depend on is God Almighty. The world will let you down. Family will let you down. Friends will let you down, but God is always there. Why? Because we trust in his truth and his love for us. Let us pray. Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to not put faith and trust in no one else but you. Help us, Lord, to let go of our fears and worries. Help us to let go of the, the want to control. Lord, help us to understand that you are in control. Help us to be selfless. All right, Lord, please help us to be not selfish but selfless and let us put our our faith in you. Lord, if there's any watcher listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you with all my uh, family and friends who are watching this morning, that you lead God with your protectors they are going out and coming in. Keep them safe and well. Be with our children they are going to school, work and play. Watch over and keep them safe as well. Put your angels to camp around about them. And, Lord, us pray that uh, everybody have a safe and enjoyable weekend, be with all those who are traveling, be with all those, uh, Lord, that have offered up prayer requests on social media and at the church. And, Lord, I pray that you be with those situations. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and uh, don't forget this Sunday morning, ten forty-five a.m. Dr. v Umbrin bringing the morning message at five p.m. Uh, we'll be having our uh, cookout, and so be sure and bring a side dish, dessert, or drink. And uh, Mr. Mike Hensley is going to be on his. Blackstone Grill and he makes a mean hamburger so come on now for some fun and fellowship that's a five o'clock Sunday evening hope everybody has a great and wonderful day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching god bless